This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got dick pic currency, gym motivation, and a torrid love affair that involves three souls. Check it out, share it with friends. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side Stand Up New York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I'm going to say it again because I say it every week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep putting the word out. Listen, I get snaps and tweets and DMs from you guys every week, and it literally, it quite literally sautés my sausage. Okay, every time you send me a video or a picture of you listening, and also when you're on like a road trip and you got a whole crew listening, oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. It keep doing that. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends, your coworkers. We are in the thick of it. You've graduated or you've finished a semester and now, or you're just... You're just out of college and you don't even remember the days of finishing because this is forever. You're in the forever game and summertime blues is coming up. Gets a little lonely these times of year. That's when you need Papa JT singing sweet nothings into your ears and pass that gift along. Give it to a friend, a coworker. This is when we really hit a stride. People find us over the summer. So keep spreading the word. People are looking for shit to do and listen to. Please keep spreading the word. Also, I'm coming home to Boston. June 22nd, I'm going to be at Laugh Boston, 10 o'clock show. If you're thinking 10 o'clock on a school night, well, you're a fucking pussy. Okay. Take one night to go out with your friends and have a laugh. Because we'll be bringing the... I'm going to be bringing my full bag of Haas. Okay? I'm bringing that full sack of Haas with me (laughs) up the Amtrak to Boston Thursday, June 22nd at 10 p.m. The Wizard of Haas. The Wizard of Haas. That's me. (laughs) Papa JT, the Wizard of Haas. This is the new... Ah, yes. Bringing his bag of lols. So if you have a friend that like doesn't know about it, it's not, this is different than the podcast. It's a stand-up show. You should all come. We're going to have fun. We're going to have some drinks. It'll be great. 10 o'clock, Laugh Boston. I love when you guys come to shows, and it's always cool because I always know who you are. Because always, one dude, I was at the cellar Saturday, and this dude and his girlfriend came to the show, and they were like, I got him on like the standby list, you know, helped him out to sold out show, you know, helped him to get it. 
And I'm five minutes into my set. I'm hosting this show five minutes in. J Train! And I'm like, thank you. It's like, you know, it's like having, it's like having your mom all of a sudden turn into a bro when you guys show up. So thank you for coming. Come in Boston, June 22nd, 10 o'clock show. LaughBoston.com is where you can get tickets. And that's how I'm going to bring on today's guest. A, a, former, a, a fellow Bostonite himself. An OKP. He's been on before. We're happy to have him back. Original key player, John Fish. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Totes Preach. Great to have you. Is that why you wore the Patriots hat today? Or this is, is that for you. Day? All right. Thanks. To feather your nuts. Nights. Awesome. Nice. Great to have you. All of you guys. John is so fucking funny. At Johnny Fish on Twitter. At JD Fish on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. What's going on, buddy? Now, do I have to yell too? You don't have to yell. Okay. That, your intro didn't fit onto, it wouldn't have fit onto two Snapchat things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> you to you lengthen those out. You got to save it real quick and you, then keep adding. You know I'm not going to ever forget We're marching that. towards a minute. <laughs> you put me on Snapchat. I did put you on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I introduced you yeah, to the medium yeah. where you can find all the shits and tits. <laughs> um, what's going on, buddy? I'm more IG story now. I think that's where everyone's going. Yeah. That's where the, the world is siphoning itself onto Instagram. Yeah. I like Instagram. I like it the most. I think it's the most. I mean, Snap, I like because you have uh, just the uh, option of sending it out to a few people. Like, Individually? Sp- yes. Yeah, spraying yeah. out a message. But then you start messaging with someone, and then like if a few hours go by, it's the message is Forget gone. What they're saying. And, yeah, you have no idea. And... It's a one message and done thing. Okay. Now the younger kids are talking about the streak. You don't want to break the streak. Uh, that, that is seen as something as like a bad thing. Uh, if you're messaging back and forth with a girl and she doesn't come back yeah. with something. There are people out there that have been on year streaks. Whoa. And that, I'll say to them, I got, you know, that's, you're in what they call the uh, no fuck zone. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's time to break that streak. <laughs> time to clean those underpants. Those are streaky <laughs> underpants. Um, I love having, a, you know, an OKP on because we can get right in it. You know the show. Yes. Uh, you have a show coming up in Jersey. Would you say you had? I do have a show coming up June second in Jersey. It's supposed to be a good show with uh, Mino Fira. Yeah, Ophira, who was just on, she yeah. was fantastic. So all of you go follow John on Twitter and Instagram at Johnny Fish on Twitter, John, JD Fish on Instagram. Are you ready? Yeah. You want to help the the children of the world? Let's do it. Let's do it. What on God's green earth is wrong with you? That's the name of this email. I, I don't it. know what we're getting into. Okay, Jared, my favorite Republican Jew. <laughs> Shh, don't tell comedy people. No, I'm not. I wouldn't consider my. Why so many all be are Democrats? No, this is my buddy's. I have a friend who has the same argument with me. Why so many y'all? Our Democrats defies logic. Y'all are family-oriented, value education, and typically hate taxes. Great podcast, by the way. Well, thank you, buddy. Uh, On to the issue at hand. While on vacation in Greece, this is the most J-Train podcast (laughs) sentence. It goes from my favorite Republican Jew to while on vacation in Greece. I'm listening. I get a story of ties here. I I I heard you have a what? The Greek a story of ties. Yeah, you know what? I heard your podcast establishing dick pick value. So we discussed on a, on a podcast earlier, I'm not sure who that was with, uh, but I do remember this conversation, that we were saying, what's the currency for a dick pic? Like, what, what's the female equivalent? equivalent? Yeah. A dick pic being worth tasteful side boob? What kind of economic value are you establishing here? How would one ever get full on titty city? 
dare say I even asked the question as to how you get full on nudes. From what I'm hearing, I'd have to stand contorted in front of a mirror spreading butt cheeks to see some face with lingerie. He's making a valid point here, I gotta say. Moreover, the real problem here is that you put out that into the ethos. <laughs> this is my favorite email ever. He's, he's fact-checking me. It was uh, the episode with Justin Smith. Justin Smith, yes. Now we have co-eds walking around here thinking they have something more of more value than it really is. We need a race to the bottom, Jared, not inflated currency. You just turned this into a green span starting a house, housing bubble. <laughs> I look forward to your thoughts and hopefully change in perspective. Yeah, you might have changed me on this one. What do you think? The Why, value... what, what was it? What was established? A we dick established that a boob? dick pic was a side boob. What? Yeah, I think I, I, I think. Oh, you undersold. Uh, undersold. No, yeah. but I don't think we said it just a side. We were like, t- it doesn't have to be because sp- the question was, is spread legs the equivalent? I don't think we were the, like, no. I don't think ridiculous. vagina is right. the equivalent of dick. Agree. I think tit is the equivalent of dick. Because here's the thing. If I'm going to establish, let's, let's establish something. If I'm at a field drinking at a party and I go take a piss in the woods and someone, and all of a sudden I turn and show the whole party my dick, I'm over that in like 10 minutes. A girl, if she's at a party in the woods drinking, decides to flash the party. We're, we're beyond it in the same amount of time. You still remember it. Everyone would remember that my dick came out, but it wouldn't be the talk of the town. As, as would the tit that came out. We'd be like, okay, 10 minutes later, we'd be done high-fiving. And then we'd settle into, where's the next tit coming from? Okay. And I think that's the same thing with the dick. We'd be settling for, okay, who's next to show... Their penis pissing yeah. in the woods. But it's definitely not side boob. It's definitely full on. It's with full nipple. on tit with, with nipple, nipple yeah. no face. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the equivalent, right? Yeah. Are you you ever send tick pics? No, never. Miss my generation. Yeah. It's right now. <laughs> <laughs> the time is yeah. now. But I would be a pedophile if I sent it to the people that would be accepting them. Really? Yeah, I'm forty. Yeah, but you're dating. You're dating these girls. You're, that doesn't make you a pedophile with them. That's true. I don't know. I've never broached it. Yeah. Did you ever get stuff from girls? Yeah, but nothing like too crazy. I, nothing did you ever show like, them to anybody? Mm, after we were done. <laughs> <laughs> Real vindictive of yeah. you. Yeah, but I take most of it off because my nieces grab my phone when I'm at home. Oh, shit. Yeah. You have to worry about a whole reality yeah. that I don't even know. Yeah. I would say if I'm sent- My favorite ones I email to myself and keep in a folder. <laughs> See, that's when it gets creepy. <laughs> See, now you're a pedophile. Now you have a folder full of tits of people that you no longer speak to. We need to get you a counselor. Okay, John? I, I, that's a, it is interesting that you say that. There are these, like, everyone's got, you know, the, the beauty of this podcast is we talk about things that maybe you wouldn't talk about. Maybe you're in a car ride right now with a few of your bros, and now you can discuss, what are you doing with these tit pics? You know? I think, the, I don't like, I'll say this as a as a as a person here on earth, when I get a tip pick, I don't like sending it over any more internet things. So like even emailing it to myself, I just like to hold it in that text conversation. And now with that little eye in the corner of a, of a, you know, of an iPhone where you can like go to the media and mm-hmm. it's easy to go find. I'll show you on my phone all day. I won't be forwarding though. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want but, w- that with trail no face. leading to me. With no face. What if there's a face? Oh, I'm showing that. I'm, uh, if you're within arm's length of me, you will see the face of the titty that I've been sent. And I don't think that... If I sent my dick pic out, I'm expecting that from the girl too. Sure. I'm not expecting her to be like, you know, group email to 10 chicks. Check out this fucking strong medium. Right. Well, you can expect that if it's a micro... I mean, micro, I can't <laughs> believe these people exist on Earth. I can't, I can't believe they don't get, disab- uh, they don't get to ha- park in handicaps. <laughs> they I, should be allowed to, right? I found out a, a, like someone that I know is a micro. and I just, Did they have the personality of a micro penis? No. 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 But I did jokingly say, like, he's got a micro. And then the girl was like, and I was like, he does. No yeah. way. And... Were they an asshole? See, I no, think it's one good guy. Good guy. Good guy. I think it's two. If you have a micro, you're either an asshole or you are meek. Like I think it's like one of the two. I don't think that. I can't believe that this is just a normal yeah. good guy. Yeah. Because that's why I assume that that person should get the handicap sticker. Right. Why you park there? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I got my problems. <laughs> I don't worry about you. You don't worry about me. Would they use it if you had a micro penis? Would you use the handicap sticker? You, and I would fake a limp. You fake a limb. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> so to answer that guy's question, he's right. He's changed my perspective, and that's what this is all about. Okay. It is full titty, yeah. no face. For sure. Is ex- even exchange for the dick pic. And I'm not saying you have to send these pictures. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with John Fish, at Johnny Fish on Twitter, JD Fish on Instagram. Let's read this one. How do I win the breakup? We've done this email yeah. in the past. Yeah, we're the pretty winning, much like, don't try to win the breakup. There's no winning. Right. The winning is never texting again. That's the, yeah. the winning is not, you can't see the win. Not thinking about the breakup anymore. Is not, yeah. The winning is like, it's like going to Mars. You're not going to see the celebration here on Earth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just know that you won. <laughs> you know, like this guy writes, don't worry, I'm bl-. He writes, sub juju, no, no racial. Don't worry, I'm black. <laughs> I can say it. Black listener from Toronto here. They oh my no god. No racial. He's a uni- black guy in, in Toronto. They have those there. Okay. <laughs> yes, we exist. He writes. <laughs> I'm in a bit of a pickle. Recently, my ex has been popping back up in my life. The other day, she popped up in my DMs after commenting on my Insta story. And yesterday, she messaged me on Facebook to tell me that she thinks she's getting stood up on her date. I told her she shouldn't be messaging me about that, and I don't want to hear about it. And she said things like, we're best friends, and I need some support. We are definitely not best friends. We don't even talk. (laughs) (laughs) I love his honesty. I like this guy. I like him now. He... um, uh, the, the thing is, the world that we live in is, like, and I deal with this a lot, like, exes will come back into the fold, because if you're updating on Instagram stories, let's use that as an example, you do feel like you're in someone's life. Right. Right. Yeah, like, I see people that I don't see for a year, but I see them all over Facebook and Instagram. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I know exactly what you're up to. Do you know how many people come up to me and be like, how are the omelets? Yeah. <laughs> people were talking about the omelets, the omelet, what do you call it? Like the J Train Army Hour. Yeah, they were talking about it. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> I wasn't there. We were talking about it at the cellar table the yes. other night. Yeah. Uh, so this is something that I've done, and yes. like I, you know, but I'm having fun with the medium. Yes. That doesn't me doing that, and I do it just because I'm fucking around. Yeah, is it what the problem is? Everyone personalizes everything. So like this girl sees anything he posts and is like, how does this relate 
to the movie of me. Right. And that's what we all do because it's natural. You see so, But you can't do that with the omelets. So you're, don't do you're, that with the you're, omelets. You're clean. I'm clean. <laughs> that does, unless you show a girl in there with you, it's pretty much just omelet for omelet's sake. That's the problem with these things is like, uh, now what girls and guys do to like solidify themselves in any relationship, they're like, yeah, why wouldn't I be in the Ami Hour? It's because uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. trying to still fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So we broke up two months ago because I feel like I was settling and the relationship has run its course. Tell her that. That'll end this best friend thing you have going. (laughs) Hey, I felt like I was settling. (laughs) What? Where'd you go? Hello? (laughs) Uh, I made sure to keep my distance because I'm not the type of guy that could stay friends with an ex. I hate imagining her with getting smashed by a bunch of randoms. (laughs) I love that the minute she leaves him, she's just taken over by a group of random (laughs) hooligans that are fucking her from montreal smashed by a bunch of randos yeah a bunch of a bunch of bunch of fucking uh what is it called uh yeah canucks quebecers um the idea just irritates me and it's something i'd want don't want to think about i've been on my share of dates too most of which ended in makeouts and little grabbing and lots of pre-cum (laughs) thanks for that window i didn't need that my question is how can i get to the point where i don't care anymore we dated for a year and a couple weeks most of which was semi-long distance she's the first girl i said i love you to and i meant it she's 22 i'm 21 she just graduated college is off to law school i just finished second uh second year i took two years off after high school to work and travel please sir train i need your jewish wisdom to help me out of this I hate that she has the power to fuck up my mood for a night. He is uh He sent a picture of them, though. too. He's conflicted. She's very cute. Yeah. He's a good-looking dude. But he's conflicted. He's saying in one part of the email that he's settled, and then it's the first person he's told that he loved. Like, yeah. He's not, I'm not sure he That's really him. knows where he is with this person. I think anyone you end things... Have you ever ended a relationship and then been like, man, I should have given that another month? All of them. All of them? <laughs> really? <laughs> Every I'm I'm a tortured I've soul. Never done the right thing. <laughs> Do you ever think like is there anyone that comes to mind right now that sure. you're like I should have given this more time? Yeah, I have someone I think about with that, and I'm like, and that's just normal. Yeah, and it's not because they they were a good person for you, and they're a version of someone that you're gonna end up with. Like that whole idea of the one is it's fucked up. Right. It's not true. You could end up with any number of people, and we see that more today than people used to be able to mm-hmm. see that, because you used to be able to get in touch with five people, Yeah, really, like, realistically, there were five people you could have married, your parents could have married. It, today, there's, like, 50. Look at arranged marriages that work. Yeah. There's, you think, <laughs> that's... Those people aren't connected in some cosmic way. Or but maybe they, they are. Maybe may, that's but, how they are. But maybe they've taken out the 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 idea of choice mm-hmm. and that's a little bit free yeah who's that kid Ahad Assad no he's uh, he was in that uh, stress factory show and I kept seeing sponsored um, oh yeah 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 so yeah, funny yeah, I'm yeah. just blanking on his name I know the stress factory show because it was a it was and, an Indian show yes. and Nimesh wasn't on it so I made I fun know. of him a thousand <laughs> times that's just 
<laughs> I said, look at they fucking ate you. <laughs> but I, I you he know, had the best joke. Do you know, you know what I'm talking about? Did no. you see it? He's like, all my friends are like, how do you, how do your people marry someone that you don't even know? And he's like, how do you people do it after you know them? <laughs> it's the best joke. That's great. I mean, it's true though. Like, there's for this guy, he's just worried. Will I find someone as good as her? Which you will. It'll be better for you. Because Akash. Akash. Oh, Akash Singh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. great. So funny. So, so, so funny. And he's, I mean, he is right. That's, yeah. Once you put aside all those questions like, oh, is there this? You're basically, any girl you're dating is competing with a ghost that gives a better blowjob. <laughs> That's yeah. one way to put it. <laughs> I'm saying like, yeah. you're imagining yeah. a better version, version yes. of whoever you're with. And yeah. you're saying... Oh my God, I'm giving up this ghost with a haunted blowjob. You know, and this is what he's saying. And he went through it. He did it. So you got, you're better for having moved on. The thing that you can do to not feel bad about it is unconnect. Yeah, you can do it two ways. You, but yeah, that's the bottom line. You yeah. can do one is just you have to be the mature person and just be like, hey, look, I need to get over this. Mm. So let's not have any contact. So you put it out there, and that way, whenever she does contact you, you've already said yeah. your piece. So you're not being a dick by not mm -hmm. returning it. You're just holding you've true already... to your word, and you told her why. You're not trying to play games. You're just saying, I need space for me to get over this. Or you can be a dick and start doing the shit that she's been doing to you. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I um, I was fucking this girl the other night, and I need your <laughs> advice because we're best friends. She'll yeah. stop texting you yeah, soon. That, that too. <laughs> I, I do agree, though. The hardest text to send is the most vulnerable one, and that's the most vulnerable one to be like, hey, I don't enjoy getting messages from you uh, because it makes me feel badly. Can you stop? I'm going to stop messaging with you because I need to move on. That's a simple text to send in in like hypo, you know, hypothetical land, harder one to really type out and yes. press send on. Yes. So, but it's the mature thing to that's do. That's the mature thing to do. And there's no winning. You're never going to win a breakup again. You'll only win when you don't know you won. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with John Fish, at Johnny Fish on Twitter, JD Fish on Instagram. I like this title. Because it's like, it's something I never thought of before. Uncomfortable around my best friends. Mm. Yo, Jared, I get anxious when I'm hanging out with my closest friends. We've been hanging out since ninth grade, and now we're about to graduate high school. Anyways, I feel confident. I make, make changes in my life, have no instance of severe anxiety, and then see my friends. And it's how can I show them my new me, and they're still judging me by the standards of my old me. Then old me returns. Because once I'm in front of them... Oh, it's a high school email, too. Because once I'm in front of them, I feel like I'm faking it even though... High school email. Because once I'm in front of them, I feel like I'm faking it, even though the improvement really did happen. And then the anxiety spiral makes it so I'm actually faking it. Then the weeks of improvement disappear entirely. Any advice? Man, this was like a, this was a riddle. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel, do you understand what this guy's talking about? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, you go different places. I mean, I used to uh, play, when we used to play basketball in Astoria, I remember, like, I remember being a little bit different. And Gary Goldman said to me, he's like, why aren't you like that? You seem so much more confident on the on the hoop court. Yeah. Or just when we're hanging out there than you do. And I'm like, I don't know. I get anxious when I'm about to go on stage. I think that has something to do of with course, it. Of course. You're thinking you know? about other shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so it's interesting. Yeah, I guess you, uh, I don't know how to change it, but there's, you know, I try to under, be true to yourself as much as you can, and then eventually they'll catch on. I think the hardest, yeah, you're, you're totally right. I think the, I hear what he's saying, because like, we all turn it, this happens a lot for kids and adults that go to college, and then they come back, and they're like, I've been given the space to etch out you know, the more confident version of me at college, and I want to come back and prove everyone that I'm this new grown-up. That's what I was going to say. It's, it is, it's picking moments where you're like, well, I can show how different I am now, but don't do that will naturally that, That's the thing. Yeah. Trying is, to you, show your changes will only show that you haven't changed. Yes. That mean, you know, so I think, and that's tough advice to take, easier for us to give. It's like, just stop trying, trying. to prove. Yeah, stop trying. Just go have fun with your friends. Go along. And don't try and look for moments where people are like, ah, he's changed. Because no one's going to do that for you. We're all the star of our own movie. Mm -hmm. But the reality is we're bit players in everyone else's movie. So no one's even looking for changes in you. They only notice them as time goes on. And this does start sound like the start of a screenplay. Yes. <laughs> and then I came back and I wowed them all. And I did it. <laughs> and then he's fist pumping the air. I, I just think like for this guy, and I get what he's talking about. This is a problem in high school. This is a problem in college. This is a problem once you start working. You get in different situations. Like there's sometimes I'm around people where I'm like, man, I really nail it with this group of people. I'm really on my game. I'm me. And then you get around some other people and you're like, man, I just don't feel like me around these people. And that's more normal than trying to prove that you're that good one yeah. around the other guys. Right. Yeah. And it, th you're in a better situation because it sounds like you like who you are now. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, I've met people over the years, through the years, like guys I went to high school and college with that, yeah. that were, you know, uh, in their mind cooler in high school and then didn't really the tits. crush it in college. And, <laughs> you know, they're like, no, but I, I, here's some pictures of me. I was really Yeah, cool. look at how cool I was <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah, self-improvement is all about just like, hey, I did that shitty before. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it the next time I encounter that. But you can't force yourself encountering those things. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I like a lot of these are, there's some good email titles coming up. Gym Motivation. You like the gym? No. Nobody does. No. So let's get that out. All right. There's nothing to make you love the gym. Like, and if someone says they love the gym, they're a liar. No one likes to sit. Aaron Berg. Yeah, but he can't love the gym. He goes to two different gyms, he told me, because he gets bored at one. I he likes to spice it up. But this is why he doesn't love the That's gym. That's true. Yep. There he you needs go. a Just whole nother gym. Yep. Yeah, I love my wife, but every now and again, I need another woman <laughs> <laughs> to reinvigorate myself for this woman. You know, dearest train, short and sweet. I'm a rising junior in college with a very slim build and fairly tall. Overall, I'm a decent looking kid, but I never go to the gym. Here's my question. How do you get to a point where you want to go to the gym? I've tried to put on weight. I've tried to the gym before, but there's been little to no success. I know that you always say everyone's a star of their own movie. Literally just said that. <laughs> Holy shit. Really, uh, in the last couple of weeks, he'll say something, and then he reads the next line, and it's exactly yeah, what yeah. A lot of synergy going on here. Uh, which is honestly which is the name of a gym here in New York City. <laughs> the star of your own movie. Yeah. 
<laughs> which is honestly the greatest advice I've taken away from this podcast. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, there's some sort of stage fright that makes me not want to go to the gym because of my current scrawniness and lack of working out knowledge. I'm more likely being a massive pussy, and if Greg Stone is your guest, I'm sure this will this will be the response you guys come to. But seriously, do you have any suggestions? <laughs> First of all, I just walked by on my way to the subway. Yeah. Walked by Greg Stone in A and F, the sandwich shop, eating the sandwich that they named after him. They named a sandwich yeah. after him. Yeah. This is very inside yeah. baseball. Yeah. Greg Stone. You can go find him uh, at Greg Stone. Yeah. Uh, smiley face underscore. Apostrophe because he made the worst name ever. But he's been a a constant OKP on the podcast. Don't worry about him judging uh, you. Judging you. He's eating a sandwich that was named after him. Named after him. (laughs) What's in the Greg Stone? I don't It's not. It's uh, a a bunch of trash. Cheese and stuff. I think coleslaw. Coleslaw. Yeah, I think it's weird. It's like not what he always ordered. I was like, is that what you always ordered? He's like, not really. I ordered it one day and they were like, we should make that yours. And I was like, okay. Do they all know him there? Is that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got a sandwich named after. Yeah, he eats there every day. Holy shit! I gotta get Greg back on. But seriously, do you have any suggestions for how to get through the tough part of working out that is starting new? Well, maybe you know. I don't know where you going. You going to your college gym, or are you going to where where you're anonymous, or maybe find that gym that isn't uh, with people that are gonna make you feel insecure. I I hear what he's talking about. I will say this. Here's how you get. Here's how you do it. Plan. Plan ahead. If you have a plan for what you're going to do, because my big thing, I hate being at the gym. Once I, like, There's a point where I'm like, that's enough. I need to leave. I need to go home. And so my thing is, let me get through a set amount of things. The problem, sometimes you go to the gym and before you know what you're doing, you just fool around. Like there's no, the, the best part about working out to me is accomplishing the task, putting a bow on it. Oh, so, you know, I lift then run. So my lift is like 20 minutes. Like I don't even do a lot. Just a a quick lift and then I do 30 minutes on the treadmill. When 30 minutes is done, I have done. I have done the gym. One hour. Out. So for this guy, put a plan together. Go to somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about. Tell him that you want him or her that you want a plan to do four times a week that will help you build muscle. And go and ha- and then go on Google, and you can look up all the moves. You don't even have to have someone show you. It helps though. It helps, but I'm saying go on Google, look it up, and then when you go to the for each day, have the things that you're gonna do, and bang them out, and do lighter weights. Don't go heavy. Just go lighter weights at first, so you can work your way up. And then next week you do heavier, but everything's better when you know where you're going. Yeah, that's why I do yoga, and it's like a class, so you're going, and you, you shut your brain off, and yes. you're there for the hour and a half, and I mean, you could sit down the whole time, but you don't, because half the battle is getting yes. there. Well, that's like the why I like the boot camp class. I go to these boot camp classes, and it's brain off, I'm getting the number two, let me finish the number two, I'm out. Meaning, number two meaning in like... It's the fast food of working out because mm. you go and you order. I'm ordering like leg day today. J train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J train <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. You just got choked up thinking about Barry's like I, I got. I had a. I burped once on this podcast, and I remember my brother was like, "Don't fucking do that." <laughs> like he was so annoyed so i just held back. i was gonna do it and then i decided against it let's do another i'm a pathetic waffler 
Nice. This is the longest fucking email. I'm 37 and I've been in a relationship for the past six years. We lived together the first four, but the last two have been long distance. I fly out to see her about five to six days every month, which is expensive, but we're older than your typical listeners and both have good jobs. Here's the problem. The mantle of douchebaggery weighs on me like a sopping wet blanket because I've been seeing another woman for almost two years. What? Oh, this email went from being the worst of the best, huh? Yeah. What is the waffle? I realize that your guests, you, your guests, and many of your listeners now think I'm a scumbag. Listen, this is the no judgment zone. You came here with your problem, <laughs> Papa JT and Johnny Fish and Man Sampy. We're going to take care of you. We're going to bring you to our teat and let you drink our milk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he writes, uh, but I'm genuinely conflicted. I've always felt that a man should end a relationship when he recognizes it has no future. I'm with him. But therein lies the problem. I can see two very plausible futures here. I'm in two completely separate relationships and can unequivocally say I love both of these magnificent women. Fortunately, and in some ways fortunately, I can't prolong the duality of this dating debacle much longer. I need to make a decision, but I'm waffling. Whew. This is a juicy one. Yeah. Girl A. The long distance is a highly educated professional with great, stable, and respectable 300,000-plus salary. Don't read this on air. Uh, <laughs> no, the before part was okay. There's another part oh, okay. that he's asking. Uh, <laughs> she's the hardest-working person I've ever known, but also the most stressed out. A key difference between us. I'm accomplished as well, but prefer a more low-key, laid-back, and stress-free lifestyle. She's willing to move back here to be together. So this is a long-distance one that she's... He's, this is the longer relationship. Uh, but there's an expectation in order to do that. We'd have to get married within a year. Her clock is ticking. Listen, I hear that. Honestly, getting married a second time and having children terrifies me. Choosing her would require significant lifestyle changes on my part and a totally different trajectory for my life. Seriously, a complete about face in terms of my obligations and responsibilities. Marriage, children, non-existent me time. Being a not fucking your other girlfriend. Yeah, that's a, being a stay-at-home dad since she works 100 plus hours a week. Oddly enough, I'm somewhat open to it with her because she radiates love, grace, and charisma. I know that if I ever wanted to have a child, she'd be the woman I'd have it with. Since your listeners thrive off the area code rating system, let's give her a seven six nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know everyone else thinks their girls a nine nine nine, but I can honest be honest with myself about these things, and you know what happens to women after thirty. <laughs> well, don't let her listen to this. Uh, I wonder. I wonder what we weren't supposed to hear. I if I he was okay you. with that. <laughs> Wait, can what, I just say by the way, if the this party girl... I'm at it actually isn't oh, okay. like a big deal, mm. um, but I. Well, if he doesn't want you it to just say says, it, don't, don't say read it. this on there, and then but, and then I yeah, read right. it, but it's not a big point. A hundred hours a week, you know, of work or whatever. She's working so much. She has a kid. She's not going to be working that much. Yeah. Like things are going to change for her. Also, if you have a kid, very so true. You, the kid yeah. changes for her. It's not just yeah. here. It, I mean, he's taking this in a very like old school. I'm the the housewife way. Here's mm-hmm. your kid. I'm going to work. That's not going to happen. This is a new age. You know. She'll have a kid and things will change for both. You're right. Girl B, okay, is from another country. And then he has another don't say this. 
Not a big deal. Shitty country. One that is currently quite different than America. Um, and how women's treat their men. Very giving. Good blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> Selfless, housewife-oriented. She, she, too, is an extremely dedicated worker with her career, but I can tell it's not her number one priority. When we're together, she lives to satisfy me. And he writes in parentheses, domestically. She's the epitome of a willful subservience. Oh, this is getting a little weird now. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm her everything, and she'd probably jump off a building if I asked her to. Dude. Okay. Her citizenship is guaranteed through her company, so I know it has nothing. doesn't behave this way towards just me to ensure the green card. She's an only child, stands to inherit sizable amount of money someday, but doesn't care about status, possessions, or other cliche superficial things. She truly just wants to love and be loved. I respect and admire her genuine and loving nature immensely. She would even expect... She wouldn't even expect me to marry her. She knows I'm no big fan of blind binding contracts. She embraces my disinterest in having kids. I believe that she's wholly satisfied being in a dating relationship forever, if that's what I wanted, rating 788. By now, you might be thinking, how can this slapdick truly be in love with two women at the same time? And you'd be right to suggest the absurdity of it. My heart tells me it's not as simple as neither of these women are right for you. If anyone can illuminate this quandary, it's J-Train. I feel a real big responsibility to this email. So uh, there's a lot going on. It's kind of wild that he's dating uh, like an extremely successful person. He <laughs> sounds very successful. He's got t- these crazy relationships. And he's like, I got to go to Jared about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. It is a little, it, it does feel a little weird for me. Um, I, I got to say, I, 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 I well, just he, ate he turkey a- out of a, out of a, paper thing so i i don't know you've come to the weird place i'll say that <laughs> sounds like he's a get out of jail free card he mentioned he could just keep them both going and he said if it gets weird he just has that uh, the second one jump off a building yeah <laughs> now he's good yeah. no blood uh, on his hands or tough. yes there's a lot what do you think i don't know it sounds like one of two things he's just sort of dragging his feet with the long distance yeah because uh of the long distance part mm-hmm. and and just go for that but something in me it's like well you were together for five years before it was long distance yeah. so where was the trigger then were you just younger and didn't want to do it sounds like the other thing is more just like it's it makes you feel good it's great but it's not a, it doesn't sound like you have an equal relationship that's no. gonna that's gonna grow and uh it sounds like it sounds like a lot of like kind of what i go through mentally with girls that i date well, I, I don't think he's a scumbag. I think, listen, these things fucking happen and you are where you are. Um, it does resemble a lot of thoughts that I have. I don't know if you think this way. You know, Mansamp is a married man. Mm-hmm. Um, there is that choice to, like, grow up. You know, like, if one girl presents you the choice of, like, hey, you become a real live adult. You go for you get married, you go through the difficult parts of life that you are actively avoiding as a non relationship with one person for the rest of your life person. And I totally get that. The other person lets you live in childhood. Oh, it's about love, man. You know who doesn't do all that? Oh, and she loves this, love that. That's what married people don't do. They speak in more real terms. Her one feels like reality and one feels like Staying on, you know, in young vacation, which I'm with him on. I'm in that vacation with you. But every day I see one more of my friends leave the island. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and enter 
this is my wife. This is my kid. This is my new, this is now the new adulthood. Because we used to think adult was like 18. No, 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 no. 2017, adult is when you literally take, you put another life in front of you that you're responsible for. And he sees with one, that's what has to happen. And with the other, he gets to be, you know, headphones on at dinner. Yeah. You know, like I, that's my, that's how, that's how much of an adult I am not that my differentiation between a, like uh, a relationship and not is, will I be able to have headphones on at dinner? (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No. And it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you're saying this guy is ready to, to do the, have the long distance girlfriend come home. I think, uh, he sounds ready to me. I think one of them, I think, I don't think, I can't tell him what to do. All I can say to him is you either want life to move forward or not. And right now there's one girl that moves you forward and adds new responsibility. And those are scary, but sometimes the best things for you are the scary things. Like, I mean, my dad even said that I was, I, I bought an apartment. And he was like, this is good. You know, I was, you know, you get scared. You're going to have a mortgage. All that. And he's like, this is a good thing. This keeps you burning, you know, something that you're responsible for. And that is a good progression for my life. And it might not, he might not be ready. He might be too afraid to do it. But there's a point where you got to say, what am I here for? Am I, you know, and yeah, life is tougher with the, you know, the girl, things are going to change. The way he thinks things are going to change with the new with the the woman who makes all the money that wants to have the kid it's not going to be exactly what he thinks just like what Mansam said right it's not going to be here's the kid your fucking life is now secondary to my life that's not what's going to happen there's compromise that's what's going to happen but the one that's from a far off land that you know you know services your boner whenever you say yeah that's being a single dude and having to not answer to anybody and that's just keeping life at status quo right which is fine to do i'm not like i know for like comedy's sake like a lot of time i'm like you know we were talking before like someone has a kid and all of a sudden they're doing less comedy stuff that happens a lot with them and that's their choice that's not a wrong choice that's the choice they made so that's all i can say about this so do some comedy bro this guy should start doing So there's comedy. an open mic every five o'clock here at Stand Up New York. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with John Fish at Johnny Fish at Twitter at JD Fish on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. So fucking funny. Also, go watch your Letterman set, your Colbert set. Those are great sets. Thanks, man. Yeah. I go think watch one of them. them's, yeah, you can just Google either of those. Yeah. Yeah, go. The Colbert set was awesome. Thanks, man. Fucking sick. Uh, your choice what do you want to do break up with him burn down the friend zone post breakup blues a lot of breakups yep it must be the weather must be changing yep this is what happens yep what what was it again break up with him yeah burn down the friend zone well yeah we haven't heard from a lady yet right yeah we haven't you're right okay avid female listener mansamp cue the music I've been meaning to send this question for a while. My best girlfriend is one of those relationships where she seems to always have awful things to say about it. 
never takes action to end it, no matter how much she says she wants to. I love my friend, so I try to be supportive in her decision-making, but I also know that she deserves better than to settle for a relationship where she's not truly in love with her boyfriend. She's. It's also frustrating as hell to play free therapist listening to her complaints about the same things over and over again. Um, this is a complaint a lot of women have because this is what they mostly talk about is their relationship status, which is fine. But I had a friend like this where like it was on, it never stopped. I've been the friend. You have? Yeah. Are you, will go, you'll go to everybody? No, I, I'll try to limit it to a few people. Yeah. But I, and I remember having a particularly rough breakup and having a friend be like, look, I, I've given you my, I've given piece. you everything. I can't talk about this anymore. Really? Yeah. What was the thing that like kept getting, coming back to? Well, just I had this girl that we would break up, we'd get back together, we'd break up, we'd get back together. The breakup, get back together thing is frustrating from the advice giver's point of view because it's like, yeah, I told you. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And just, yeah, it it wasn't right, but I was in love with her. Yeah. You know, and it was like, she wasn't nice. She wasn't good for me. She wasn't good to me. Mm. And it was just there. Mm -hmm. And so there was nothing else to talk about it. I was just saying the same thing over and over again. It's either you're taking the drug again or you get off the drug. And that's what it is. I mean, now a little more detail. She's 27. He's 25. They live together in his house and have been dating about two and a half years. She has pretty much known from the very start that it was not not who she wanted. She has voiced her feelings to me and others and time and time again. how, uh, How she knows he's not the right one. She loves him but is not in love with him. She doesn't feel like uh, her best self with him, et cetera, et cetera. All her friends and family members have agreed. Um, I'm trying to get the other sad part is he knows what's going on in her head, too. Mm-hmm. About three months ago, he was planning to proposing on their vacation. Uh, she found out and told him that she wasn't ready for that step, which has already told him before. So I definitely think he's in denial about the health of the relationship. Every time she tells us that she's planning on ending it, she puts it off with some dumb excuses. I understand that she's scared. She doesn't want to be single. Uh, because all her friends and family members are committed relationships. She doesn't want to move out of his house because she's not renting her own, all et cetera, et cetera. I agree. It's harder to dump someone. My question for you, what do you recommend she does in this situation? Do you think she really wants to end it or just likes complaining? How am I supposed to keep playing the role of supportive best friend when she's turned into a broken record? What do you think? Here's a photo of them. I'm going to tell you right now she's going to be fine. Yeah. And he is not. (laughs) (laughs) I can say she is going to, just kidding, but she is going to be just fine on the open market. (laughs) Um, Listen, if she needs a place to stay, I can do my best. Um, Yeah. It just, I mean, she needs to, she doesn't need to, but she could say what she just said at the end there. Not quite in those words, but I want to be your supportive best friend but I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again to you. Mm-hmm. I just think you need a little push, a little little courage. And, you know, when I heard that, it, I thought, you know, well, maybe if she got out of this relationship, some of the other friends are looking for yeah. the support to do that, well, too. Well, this is kind of what happens. It's yeah. a domino effect. It's either everyone gets married or everyone breaks up. Yeah. And it's very interesting because that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Here's where I see her qu- Here's her problem. And I can see it in her writing. Uh, who, the friend or the... The friend. Mm-hmm. Do you think she really wants to end it or does she like complaining? Mm-hmm. That's not what it's between. She has a confidence issue. She's not confident. Okay? That's what you're fighting. You're not fighting her... She doesn't like complaining. She doesn't like the attention. 
That's not what it's about. It's she is not confident enough to think that she will be fine after this. She's not confident enough to move into her parents' house and be the girl who's graduated that still lives with her parents for a little while. She's worried about what the world will think and what people will think of her. And she's just not ready to go through that fucking storm. I get it. But that's the problem. It's not... You have the to boyfriend. do the hard thing now that's going to be better for you in the long run. Exactly. This is medicine. So you need to play to that. And you need to tell her that you're done giving advice. You're going to do it one more time. Here's how you see it. I'm going to do it one more time. I'm not going to talk to you about this boyfriend ever again because at this point you're being unfair to him is what I would tell her. And then you say to her, you're being unfair to him because you're making him think that something's there that isn't. And... You're being unfair to yourself because you're better than this and you don't even realize it. You need to realize that you're pretty and you're worthwhile and it's going to be okay. And when you move home with your parents, yeah, we're all going to talk about you, but until you get out again, which you will. And you can come stay with J-Train. Come stay with J-Train. So I just think she has to attack it a different way and then stop attacking. Because everyone's telling her the same thing. She knows, she knows, she knows. But the minute people stop listening to you, the minute you're like, fuck, I got to just tell the person I've been talking about the whole time. So end it. Put a fucking cut off the head. Say, it's over after this. I'm going to tell you one time. She'll cry. It'll suck. And then you say, I'll be here for you when you end it. But not until until you do, I'm not listening to it anymore. Because now you're the boy who cried wolf. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. John Fish, this is fantastic. We're having fun. A blast for you. <laughs> at Johnny Fish on Twitter, JD Fish on Instagram. We're going to be right back with hypotheticals in the news. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. John Fish, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Great advice. Loved every second. We're doing it. At Mansamp, Mandatory Samson Podcast on the Santa Fe Labs Network. Welcome. Thank you, sir. Happy to be here. Good to see you. Yeah. Let's do some hypotheticals. You ready? All right. Howdy. I have a hypothetical for you. You will go to prison for life if you don't seduce an A-list celebrity, guy or girl, in six months or less. Time starts now. Any consensual consensual sexual contact gets you out of jail. Who do you go after and what's your strategy? This is one I wish I had thought about prior to the cast. All right. First, I go read the game. (laughs) brush up this is like one of those this could be a movie yeah this could be like a that is a great movie a comedy thriller yeah Yeah. I think we we are at a little bit of an advantage to this because if you go through your phone book we Mm. have some celebrity friends that can get us to some other celebrity friends absolutely so we have to take that out Mm -hmm. or no Mm-mm. No, We're no, that's you okay. personally. You know, right. Do whatever you, you can. can. Yeah, that's what I. That's that's my. You're going angle. to somebody. You're going celebrity adjacent. Yes, a celebrity adjacent. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to go the move and real old. Old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like giving up old. Yeah, yeah. I need giving up old. Desperation. I don't know who I'm going for. Who do you? What's the celebrity? Oh, I couldn't even. I would have to be like. I would talk to one of my like more famous yeah. friends and be like, "Who do you know? Who's single? Who would make out with me?" Like, what's going on? I have a strategy, yeah. but I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. But go ahead. I mean, I don't want to go to jail. No, no, no. This isn't, this, this isn't time to take the high road. Life or death. Yeah. 
Right. You got sick. Exactly. Right. You're going to jail. So pull out all the stops. You got to yeah. empty your bank account on this, whatever it's going to be. But it's a proximity game. You got to figure yeah. out like I'm here. I'm in New York. Yeah. So I have a little bit of an advantage. Right. There's more celebrities mm-hmm. around. But you got to figure out where they're going to be generally. And then I think you have to orchestrate some kind of chance encounter. Mm. Yes. You yeah. And I like around. the way you're thinking, though. It's like you find out when they're going to Kansas City when they're a little bit lonely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then what? You're here? Yeah. That's what you got to do. I, I, my move. Okay. Well, as a guy, the beauty of being a man, we can always go gay. We can pull uh, that ripcord. Okay. True. And listen. Which I would. I'm not going to jail. I got to say. I didn't even I, yeah, think about that. Listen. If you're out there and you're straight, think about how many times you think about sex. Gay man's doing the same thing. <laughs> right. Okay? And he just wants to turn a dude. So oh, that's at the final game. hour, you're not go- we ain't going to jail, people. <laughs> no, because you're going to be, be doing some gay yeah. shit in jail, too. So. That's okay. So <laughs> my so just at the 11th hour, yes. we always have that ripcord we can pull. I agree with you. Let Proximity add, and then run into them. Right. Let me add, uh, yeah, you just find the uh, closeted one because their, yes. their stuff is limited. And they're not going to put it out there. Yeah. So they're like, here's my op. Great. Here it is. Yeah. And I do like the road thing. So it's like, so I would do, what you do is, the only way you could go real famous and like get around them from like my perspective, go to like an after party for an event. Mm -hmm. You see them at the after party, see these chicks. Hey, what's going on? Meet them, introduce yourself. What's up? Then you see that the girl has a road gig in like Cincinnati, the natty. You go to Natty. <laughs> hey, what are you, you, what are you doing here? Did you just coin that? The Natty? <laughs> I think someone else must have okay. said that. I can't have been. Um, you go to the Natty. You get like a $200 Delta flight. Yeah. That's your chance to try and go at that female, you know, comic A-lister uh, celebrity. Yeah, what That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, oh, you write that after. What are you doing tonight? I'm um, at, you know, some... Then you say, I had a fundraiser. Yep. That brought you out there. <laughs> well, a a list female comic. That's a that's a smaller a pool. pool. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. that's the one that we would be around the most. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you guys for sure. Yeah. You know, or a lister. That's tough to get around. Oh yeah, it's a lister. I mean, a lister. That you're right. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kevin Hart showed up to the yeah. cellar with four bodyguards. Yeah. Four. Right. Yeah. Uh, a list females just gotta have that. Yeah, we were at uh, somebody's party on a roof, like a post-show party, Mm -hmm. and Jennifer Lawrence was there with like, you know, she was in the middle of the of the deck, and uh, like, if you just looked there, if the if the if the camera was just tight in on her and her table, you wouldn't you wouldn't know. But there were like two security guards in both corners ready to pounce. That's so fucking cool. I mean, like, because what these, you know, I was thinking about with jennifer lawrence and yeah. like kevin hart they have like insurance on them by the studios right yeah so like someone could like hypothetically you know i'm not saying you know yeah. could like kidnap them and hold them ransom to the studio yeah not like that's what tropic so thunder another movie plan. No, that's tropic <laughs> thunder right is basically that's kind of like mm. what goes on in that movie so it was just interesting like you just see like oh there's a whole staff and then i was like why were they all they were all dressed up but I, then someone told me that that's because they don't know where they're going to have to go that night. Uh, I never thought about it. So mm-hmm. they just overdress. Yeah. Let's do one more hypothetical. J-Train, feather emoji, 888, and OKP. <laughs> Would you rather name your firstborn child chlamydia for, <laughs> for $3 million, mm-hmm. 
no name change allowed. No nicknames. Also, bring back Dan Soder. He's hilarious. We'll get him back. Uh, would you firstborn chlamydia for three mil? Do you do it? Yeah. Gotta do it. Yeah. Definitely. Gotta do it. I feel like Definitely. it's easier with your son, though, because because when he gets older, he'd be like, we're rich because I named you Chlamydia. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, the son... Your daughter's gonna be a little more pissed off about it, probably, but... Well, this is why I'll marry a black woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I want to do now, it. Now no one would, you know... Well, that's a, pl- a pronunciation game anyway. You just don't say Chlamydia. You say, like, Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Right. That's it. <laughs> now she's in a series of movies. <laughs> I don't know. I could say it's Israeli... Yeah, of course. Clamadia. I can say it's $3 million. It's $3 million. Yeah. You can't yeah. turn that down. There, there's a UFC fighter, Junior Dos Santos, and he named his son Bento, which obviously it's like a bento box, mm-hmm. but it just means blessed in yeah. Portuguese. Okay. So it's like, Lamidia, okay, no big deal. Also, Hebrew for uh, huge cock. Quick, uh, quick loophole. You could always uh, name it Abort It. Oh, <laughs> name it in the womb. Right. <laughs> a womb naming. Yeah. Take that three mil. Oops. It's called our whoopsie. <laughs> Do you get hate email at all? Never. Okay, good. Everyone loves this show. Because <laughs> I might have just J-train started it. at gmail.com. Do we have news or are we more hypothetical? I got more hypotheticals. Yeah, I mean, I have one, but whatever. Yeah, do the hypotheticals. They're fun. Here's a, hey, Jason Freed, I got a hypothetical for you. <laughs> we had another podcast review this podcast without listening to it. They uh-huh. just saw a picture of me and then read my bio, <laughs> then read my name is Jason. <laughs> like, I don't even know. that That's not possible. You're reading the literal bio that I wrote with Jason Freed. <laughs> would you rather wake up to a dog eating out your ass or dog... Yes. Dog, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> or dog the bounty hunter eating out your ass. Either way, they're both surprisingly good at it. <laughs> if that one is too raunchy for you, then how about this one? Well, let's do this one. That's a no-brainer. That's the dog. The dog. Yeah, no yeah, question. Yeah, I don't want dog the bounty hunter yeah. at my no. house. <laughs> you gotta show him out. Yeah. yeah. You got his weird, <laughs> his weird hair ornaments all over the fucking. Yeah, place. the dog. He's go stop. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The dog goes away, and then it's you and the dog's this little secret. Right. Oh, oh, you. Okay, yeah, you stop. When you're it. done, you, no, you stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah. You stop it after a while. Okay, okay. After you mean. come, <laughs> <laughs> then how about this one? Would you rather wake up to a cat eating out your ass or Cat Williams eating out your cat ass? Cat Williams. <laughs> oh man, I would just do it to hear Cat Williams go. What the fuck you got in your ass? Cat Williams, because then you also don't have to go to jail. You bring it back around. <laughs> Is that a jail? He's time? an A-list. Oh, he's an A-list. He's an A-lister. Oh, <laughs> yes. Cat Williams. Perfect. You're right. I never thought about that. This guy's a real fan. He signed it sincerely. My dad's name. That kind of freaked me out a little. A little weird. That's he's okay. Hypothetical. What we is that? More. I don't know that one. No, he gave my dad's name. Oh, like, oh literally wrote oh, my dad oh, oh. sincerely, and then like yeah, a little oh, cool. little much. Well, uh, have you said your dad's name on the show before? No, but maybe he was tagged on Instagram or something. That's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, would you rather have your mom walk in on you every time you masturbate, no matter where you are, or every time you masturbate, a link of whatever you're jacking off to is <laughs> automatically posted to your Twitter feed? Letting your followers know what you're watching. If you choose the second option, you can't delete it until you have finished the job. The link is on Twitter for the duration of your jerk sesh. Oh. So work fast. Which do you pick? Oh, that's easy. Easy. Yeah. We don't even have to dignify it with an answer. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Because what you're really saying the with the first is option on. is so you never, ever masturbate again. Yeah. And the second option is just fucking keep your fucking wandering eye to itself. 
Well, and also don't it's like too, don't get too don't get too exploratory. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just don't get too crazy. All I right, mean, maybe if you want to up the ante, then I would say the link gets delivered to your mom. You know. Oh. But, I, yeah, right. but the other. I'd rather the no link go deal. to my mom, anyways. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to keep up in the ante on the second one. This guy, this one is a multi rapid fire hypotheticals. You ready? Yeah. Dear J Train, the brainy man Samp and OKP. My friends and I have comprised a list of hypotheticals we have worked diligently to compile. We would be interested in hearing yours and the level-headed man Samps along with OKP debate. Ready? Yeah. Would you rather live only on chicken or steak? Chicken. Going through a vegetarian phase. So gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't can't. I uh, NA. I'd go chicken. There's more that more you can options, do with yeah. it. More options. Be a rock or a tree? Tree. Yeah, tree. Tree. You can see everything. Yeah. You make, richest you man, make breeze. Richest man alive or most popular? Richest. Richest at this point. Yeah, what the fuck do I care if people like me? Yeah. <laughs> Live off of Skittles or M&M's? M&M's. 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 Read minds or look into the future? Mm. Read minds. Look into the future. Really? Yeah. Read minds. I'm going with read minds because looking into the future would scare the shit out of me. Like you'd see, you'd have to, it's like knowing when, like, it's like someone telling you they're going to punch you in the face and then you're like, okay, when's it going to happen? And you're like, well, it's coming. Yeah, I guess I, I immediately went to that Mel Gibson movie where it was like he didn't have the ability to filter it, so everything was just coming to his brain. I guess if mm. it's Read Minds where you get yeah, to you pick it. Focus, focus in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Read Minds because you can also like use that to determine. Like, you can, yeah, like, you can change the future based on knowing mm. somebody's mind. Yeah, yeah, you could bring, oh, they think this, so I will move in this direction. Right. Always be itchy or sticky. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a tough sticky. one. Sticky. Nah, I, I hate, hate being sticky. No, I hate gonna, it, but itchy. I'm going itchy, itchy. My back itched the other day, uh, like after the shower, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is." This but is it so feels good health. to scratch it, though. You, yeah, you never feels good to like, Ooh, My day. hands are stuck together. That's, it's gross. Oh, I'm going sticky. Uh, all right, I gotta go sticky. But kill, yeah, neither is good. Kill an innocent man or get killed by a criminal. <laughs> what? This is killed by a criminal. Killed by a criminal. When? You're, you're always... Anyone who's killed by a criminal, no matter how bad a person you are, you're, you're deified a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, wh- how are you going to live your life if yeah. you kill an innocent man? Yeah, you can't. Rather be Tom Brady with all the perks. QB on a Super Bowl team, millionaire, good-looking guy, or Giselle, Tom Brady's wife for listeners, and and younger to have sex with Tom Brady. What's that? What? Rather be Tom Brady with all the perks or Giselle and younger to have sex with Tom Brady? I don't understand. I, I don't know either. But well, You would take Tom Brady just for the Uggs. Yeah. I love a good <laughs> pair of Uggs. <laughs> I'd, I would rather be Tom Brady or Giselle. Is that the question? No, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, why wouldn't... Yeah. I'd be Tom Brady. I saw Giselle on Fallon yeah. recently. Did you see that? I think so. It was so funny. She told, I saw that she was on it. I don't know if I saw I it. watched the interview. She told a story that went literally nowhere. Ugh. And they have time to think about those too, which is what's crazy. They, they plan the stories yeah. that they tell and it they was, set her up. It was still very well received. It was received. so well received yep. that I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even God. see it, but I can tell. She has been lied to. <laughs> 
her whole life. Like Giselle, this story literally had no made no sense, <laughs> had nowhere to go, had no like peak to it. It was just and Fallon. <laughs> You know, good for that guy. He was just like, <laughs> he was like, uh, like he's sitting there with his wide eyes, like waiting for like the moment that he can laugh. And then right. he gets to the moment he like did his like fake laugh. Yeah. And then it, oh, we he, love you. <laughs> we love you. And then it cute. It was funny because even the audience didn't know where to laugh. Yeah. And they're on laugh track. You know, they're getting told <laughs> when to clap. when, to, And they were like a second behind. Yeah. And you're like, man, Giselle, like, I get it. Like, I get everything good for you. You're a fucking yeah. mogul. But, like, she didn't even know that that story sucked. Yeah. She Isn't that didn't crazy? Have to know. Every human being on Earth has watched, like, a thousand episodes of late night television. You can't figure out where the beats to a story would be. It will be like, they're you, rooting for no, you to no, tell no, a good no, story. No, 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 no. She, it's not her problem. I feel bad for her. That's okay. A, be, she doesn't know where the beats to a story are because no one tells her the right. true beats. Right. That's true. So no, every guy and girl, even girl, because she's just a super, mo- she's a super human. Yeah. And also there are com- comedic actors and comedians that go on and panel and don't nail it. Every yeah, time. it's hard to do. Yeah. But the other thing is she is like, and also it doesn't help that she's also rich. Mm. So not only is she beautiful, so every guy's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. now she has people, the only people around her are people that work for her, get paid by her, or get paid because of her. So they're going to laugh at the wrong beats, too. And right. then this story was just a dribbling mess. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, is this Tom Brady's life? <laughs> <laughs> listening to these stories that go nowhere? So back Even up, Tom I'd rather Brady, be, yeah, now I'd rather be Giselle. Yeah. I'd rather live in ignorant bliss. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I want to be Giselle now, too. Tom Brady has to listen to that horrible story. It's fun to win, though. It was about dogs and then That's babies. So yeah, it is fun to win. Yeah. Dog. It was about dogs and babies and made no... And then yeah. Tom got a dog. And all of a sudden, she had a dog. And she was like, and Tom doesn't want to see my dog. And we're like, where are we here? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? If you can find that interview, you gotta... I think I might, although they might have taken it off the air. I'll, uh... Well, then it was funny because I follow Fallon on Twitter, yeah. and what they'll do is they'll put up like a meme, like quoting someone. They cut down the story to such a point that like it made some sense. <laughs> like some writer was like, we gotta do something with this fucking hunk of shit. And they cut it down, and it is like a, an efficient you know, thing on a meme. And it's just her beautiful face. Yeah. Like you're such a big Patriots fan that you're like, I'll support Giselle. I, I tried. I was there that whole story. <laughs> and I, I think I was high too, like watching it uh, home, and I'm going, What is going on? <laughs> like no one knew when to laugh. Well, John Fish, this was a pleasure. Thank Thanks, you so much. Man. Thanks Always for great me. to have you on. At Johnny Fish on Twitter, at JD Fish on Instagram. Go support him, go follow him. Also, go look up me. his letterman and Colbert. They do not Giselle it. <laughs> uh, man Sam, thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. This was a fun one. At Man Samp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Labs Network. I'm Jared Freed. We do these every Tuesday and Friday. I love doing this podcast. I love for you guys to tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell a family member. We want to keep this pushing out. This summertime is when we really find some new people. So it would really be great if you push it out to some friends and family. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, JTrain56, and we'll be back next episode. Boom! This has been a Stand Up Labs production. 
powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!